Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. Astronomers, they're, they're not UFO experts, but yet publications, ma- mainstream media, uh, they seem to always turn to those people first. I mean, we, we see Neil deGrasse Tyson being ta- asked about these things all the time. And, you know, he always debunks, tries to debunk these things as extra, you know, well, we don't know they're extraterrestrial. You know, we don't know what they are. You know, probably, there's probably a, a reasonable explanation, a sober explanation for all this. You know, and here we go again. Now, Scientific American uh, has an article on you know that they published here on June eighth, twenty twenty one. Experts weigh in on Pentagon UFO report. Now again, the experts that they go to, astronomers, debunkers, skeptics. That's that's heavy with those people. Heavy. They're heavy loaded. There's a couple people sprinkle in the end that you know they, they're they're on the fence, but uh, it's 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 heavy. It's it's top loaded with with skeptics, debunkers, and astronomers who you know. <laughs> just don't know what they're talking about you know the skeptics and the bunkers for the like this guy mick west this guy doesn't know what he's talking about he just you know just comes out and makes claims that it's just not real because you know there's no proof i mean basically they don't look at the proof and they just make statements that's basically what people like mick west does but anyway it's the astronomers it's always the it seems like the first people they go to are astronomers like you know that's not that you know (laughs) They weren't trained for this, okay? They're not experts in flying saucers and extraterrestrial craft flying around the atmosphere, okay? That's but it's that's what where that's who they go to. And in this article from Scientific American, the very first uh, person they interview here uh, is Andrew Fracknoy, an astronomer at the Fromm Institute for Lifelong Learning at the University of San Francisco, echoes the widely held sentiment among scientists that for decades, the media has lavished too much attention on sensational claims that vague lights in the sky are actually extraterrestrial spacecraft. Well, for one thing, the, the media really, they make a joke out of it, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. The media, the mainstream media for years has basically, you know, stigmatized the whole topic you know when it comes up when it comes to extraterrestrials this whole thing the media has been pretty much complicit uh with uh the the government's uh position that you know these things are seen but you know, there's nothing out there uh, people who claim this are either liars fakers uh they're they're crazy they're having hallucinations you know that that's basically how the media has been treating it. so i don't know what he's talking about there you know, usually the media and, you know, you know, when they get serious and they talk about this, oh, they're, they're, those people are just having hallucinations or they're lying, you know. So so I, you know, I don't know what Fracknoy is complaining about here. Anyway, he, he says, recently there has been a flurry of misleading publicity about UFOs based on military reports. A sober examination of these claims reveals that there is a lot less to them than first meets the eye. Boy, oh, 
Fracknoy says, given sufficient evidence, which arguably many of the recent reports failed to provide, UFO sightings can essentially always be tied to terrestrial or celestial phenomena such as lights from human-made vehicles and re-entering space junkyads. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Was he? Were you look? Was that this guy looking at the same stuff I was? That wasn't space junk. That stuff was, you know, flying above water, going in and then out of water. You know, I saw all kinds of stuff. You know, there was people that saw, had their eyeballs on these things and they saw them. They're in front of them at one second and then they move so fast that it looked like they disappeared the next. So <laughs> what's he talking about? That's space junk. The space junk come in and, and act, uh, act and look like it's being intelligently controlled. I mean, how, how is that science scientific? What's what are we talking about here? This is like so unscientific. It's like. You know, I mean, there was a time, you know, I, you know, in the past where where a lot of scientists didn't believe that washing your hands was necessary before you performed any kind of operation on someone. You know, it took them a long time to accept that. Hey, there's a thing called bacteria that could be on your hands, and you can you could help infect, you know, an open wound on someone. It took them years and years until they accepted this. And this is, I think, this is what you're seeing with with the extraterrestrial situation. You're seeing a lot of scientists just stubborn. They don't want to accept it. They don't want to, they don't like accepting anything new. Okay. They're not looking at the evidence that's, that's been compiling year in and year out for decades and decades. I mean, this phenomena has been going on since, you know, got for centuries, apparently. I mean, uh, but, you know, we haven't really been looking at it until the late 40s, until 1947. Okay. It's just, oh, it's just like they don't want to look at it. They just want to dismiss it. They don't want to, they don't really study it. Like, they, they, they don't even talk about the, the the thousands of people that claim to have been abducted by aliens. And, and some, and, you know, there was eyewitnesses to people getting abducted. Travis Walton. I've, we talked about this. It's like, like a broken record. You got to bring this stuff up all the time. What about that? I mean, was that what was was Travis Walton lying? Were all those guys, the, the six loggers who saw this uh, spacecraft, uh, were they lying? You know, was was that all made up? Or how about the the guys in Pascagoula back in '73? Were they lying? I don't think so. They weren't lying. What about Betty and Barney Hill? Were they lying? No. How about those four guys in in the Allagash abductions? Were they lying? No. No, they weren't. And that's just the famous ones we're talking. There's there's thousands of other ones. There's there, there have been books, people, uh, uh, sci uh, doctors who've studied people, right, that claim to have been abducted and, you know, put them under hypnosis. There's like uh, like David M. Jacobs or Bud Hopkins. You know, did they ever look at that ev evidence? OK, did they ever consider that for a minute? That doesn't seem like they do. They never do. But these people aren't experts. Okay, here's another. Uh, then they go. The next person they interview for this that appears in this article is Robert Schaefer, a leading skeptical investigator of UFOs. <laughs> there are no aliens here on Earth, and so the government cannot disclose what it does not have. Some people think that the government knows more about UFOs or UAPs than the public, but it's clear that they know less on the subject than our best civilian UFO investigators, not more. <laughs> I mean, this guy, this is a joke. This is a joke. It's just, 
this is who they're going to at the for the scientific American. This is not scientific. You're just going to some guy who just doesn't believe it. Obviously, this guy hasn't read the, all the information and the data. Just com completely dismisses it out of hand. Oh, it's in, you know, and it goes on. Um, then Schaefer says. He calls it. He says the the Department of De the Department of Defense employs some very competent photographic analysts and other technical ex experts, none of whom obviously were consulted in this comedy of errors. The Pent the Pentagon has already suffered enough embarrassment from the apparent incompetence of its UAP UAP task force. He says it is time to rein in such rampant foolishness and ensure that proper experts will shape the task force's conclusions rather than clueless, self-important people who don't even recognize out-of-focus images when they see them. This is incredible. The, the go to a guy like this for, for in, in a Scientific American article. This guy has, well, where, where, you know, where's his data that, that makes, where's his proof that this all stuff is foolishness? Rampant foolishness. It's unbelievable. Again. And then they get to Mick West. Oh, God. Here's what he says. Here's what Mick West says. Firstly, there's a set of really very real issues that could be grouped together as UAPs or UFOs. Anytime something unidentified shows up in restricted airspace, then that's a real problem that needs solving. There have been many reports of drones above or near restricted areas, he notes. We know that drones have been used for terrorist attacks, and drones will very much be a significant factor in future conflicts. So we need to figure out how to identify identify and mitigate such things. These aren't drones. This has been going on not just for 10 or 20 years. This has been going on for over 70 years. There's been stuff going like it was it's not Chinese. It's not Chinese technology or Russian technology. It's this has been going on for years, except this guy, Mick West, apparently he doesn't want to believe in UFOs. He doesn't want to believe in extraterrestrials, rather. Excuse me. You know, that scares him. There's people out there. They're scared of this. That's why they just oh, no, 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 no. It's not true. It's not true. Oh boy. Oh boy. And then you go on in this article. There's they actually pull up someone from the Condon report. Believe it or not. Uh, let's go. It's. It's, it's just history repeats itself. It says, for some seasoned investigators, such as William Hartman, a senior scientist emeritus at the Planetary Science Institute, headquartered in Tucson, Arizona, the current dust-up over an influential government report on UFOs is a reminder that eventually everything old becomes new again. Hartman was a photographic consultant and co-author of the University of Colorado UFO, project, UFO Project's scientific study of Unidentified flying objects, which is also known as the Condon Report, which is another big joke. Okay, uh, funded by the United States Air Force from 1966 to 1968, that investigative effort was led by physicist Edward Condon, and it had dismal effects on subsequent scientific investigations. The extensive study of UFOs, Condon and his co-authors concluded, is simply not a fruitful field in which to seek major discoveries and probably cannot be justified in the expectation that science will be advanced thereby. That's, again, that's closed-minded scientists. You know, the, the, these are the guys who, who don't believe washing your hands uh, will, uh, you know, they, they think if you wash, there's no reason to wash your hands before you do an operation. These are just the same kind of mentality now that's, that it was, you know, then. 
Okay. Reflecting on his work for the project, also called the Condon Committee, Hartman says that none of the photographic evidence he examined could establish anything extraordinary about the observed phenomena. We proved that some of the cases, including classic photos still being trotted out, were fake. Well, that's that's a lot of nonsense because uh, they didn't even look at a lot of the uh, serious cases. They, they they basically looked at a lot of cases that the US, that the Air Force had already debunked, you know, uh, just basically not even looking at like 500 unexplained cases. But uh, in, in the book UFOs in the National Security State, uh, Volume 1 by Richard M. Dolan, it talks about page 355. It talks about Hartman and uh, what he what, what uh, you know, how he handled things back in the 60s with that uh, Condon report. It says Hartman wrote the project's report on photographic evidence. The case he the, the, the cases broke down roughly into four equal categories: fabrications, misidentifications, poor image quality, and clear images which lacked sufficient data for analysis. Two cases, wrote Hartman, made it past all these obstacles. Great Falls, Montana, and McMinnville, Oregon. There were there were UF there was film that was uh taken in uh Great Falls, Montana in the 1950s, and there was also the McMinnville, Oregon photograph from 1950. That's what they're talking about. In the case of the McMinnville photos, Hartman wrote, this is one of the few UFO reports in which all factors investigated, geometric, psychological, and physical, appear to be consistent with the assertion that an extraordinary flying object, silvery, metallic, disc-shaped, tens of meters in diameter, and evidently artificial, flew within sight of two witnesses. It cannot be said that the evidence positively rules out a fabrication, although there are some physical factors such as the accuracy of certain photometric measures of the original negatives which argue against the fabrication. Still, uh, Dolan writes, still Hartman could not go all the way. No matter how strange or intriguing, he wrote, it is always... This is what Hartman wrote. No matter how strange or intriguing, it is always possible to explain the observations either by hypothesizing some extraordinary circumstance or by alleging a hoax. See, that's what I'm saying. They don't they don't really they never really look into it. They, they If they can't explain it, they say, well, it still still be a hoax, even though they, they can't prove that it's a hoax. It could still be one. They don't. That, this isn't science. This isn't science. It's not scientific. It never has been. Now, not for a lot of these people. Now, for some people, it has been like for the late Stanton Friedman. He was a nuclear physicist. He knew what was going on, you know. But again, the, the, the like it's just they trot out the the worst people, the the people who just have a closed mind right off the right right out of the gate. I mean, why would you, if you're scientific American, why wouldn't you get some uh, scientists out there who you know think otherwise? You know, or researchers, people who actually looked into this. I mean, it's not just what the it's, it's more than just uh, UFO sightings. Okay, it's more than just that. It's it, it, there's there's a lot of other aspects to this. Okay, there, there's the abductions, alien abductions, cattle mutilations. Okay, landings, trace evidence left after landings or when they're close to the ground. Okay, there's been just you know. What about the 1994 case in uh, South Africa, where there was a, a you know a whole class of school kids saw uh, you know during recess they see a a, 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 a UFO a, a saucer land right outside their schoolyard, and beings you know that you know that aren't human communicate with them tel- telepathically and then they go away, and all these kids saw it, they saw it, and and oh, they, now they're growing up and they said yeah. They still say, yeah, that was real. 
I mean, what about that? Like, you know, I mean, if you're a scientist, don't you want to get to the bottom of that? Or you just want to say, ah, it's a hallucination, or all those kids are lying, or it's a hoax, or whatever. I mean, you, you're not, there's no science. You're not using science. These, these people aren't being scientific. They're saying they're science scientists. They're people they, they, like in this article. He's, I mean, a scientific American. You would imagine that the people that they're interviewing, you know, have some, uh, you know, knowledge of science. That they're scientists, but are they? Doesn't seem like it. They don't seem like they don't. They sure don't act like it because they, they, they don't want to get to the bottom. They don't, I guess again, these are the same the same mentality of 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 scientists. You know, over a century ago, who uh, didn't think washing your hands was uh, necessary uh, before you did an operation on someone. You know, they thought it was ridiculous. They didn't believe in bacteria. They didn't believe that's 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 not even two hundred years ago. That's that's over a hundred. You know, that's how that, that, we're, going, we're we're only going back what you know, not even two hundred years. You know, we're going back to the eighteen hundreds. Okay, when this when this belief was. Uh, popular that yeah you don't have to wash them when it was proposed that hey you know you have there's this thing called bacteria it could be on your hands you know when you're going to do an operation maybe you should uh, wash your hands before a lot of scientists scoffed at that they didn't believe in bacteria it took them a long time to figure that out till they finally got on board and that's what's happening here you're seeing the same kind of you know same kind of scientists you know when, that used to think the earth was flat you know back in the time this is the science the the, the, the people who who are in charge of scientific scientific organizations? That's that's how it's always worked. The people in charge, you know, it's always like there's it's always the fringe. They 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 call it the fringe. The fringe who start coming up with other ideas, they get pushed out because the the the, the science the the people in charge they don't you know they don't want to, they don't want to change the status quo. They want to keep things the way they are. They don't want to have to look into something like this. They don't want to believe it. You know. They don't want to believe that there are uh, that it's possible. I mean, I mean, uh, f for beings to travel millions, if not billions, of year light years through space to come to our planet. I don't know how they're getting here. I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a scientist. I'm just a, you know I'm a reporter. I'm not a scientist. I'm just asking questions. But these guys aren't. These guys aren't asking questions. Instead, they they debunk it. That's all they do. They, they without any proof or evidence of anything they say. But uh, they think that they're they sound sober and reasonable. They don't. They're not reasonable. They're not sober. They sound ridiculous. They sound like the same guys who said that uh, bacteria is not a thing. Why should I wash my hands? That's what they sound like. They don't want to look into anything. Yeah, you have to wait till you get to all the, all the way to the end of this article uh, before you find any anybody that uh, is on the fence somewhat. You have here. Uh, Sarah Scholes, she's an author of the recently published book, They Are Already Here, UFO Culture and Why We See Saucers. Although the report's full details remain to be seen, she senses it will not be as revelatory as some hope. I, I totally agree with her. It's not going to be as revelatory. I mean, there's not, they're not going to come out, and, and there's just no way. There's no way. I mean, there, there could be good reason why not to disclose that I'm not aware of. You know, maybe, you know, there could be. Well, I mean, what if we? What if? What if it's this? What? What if the reason is is that we can't disclose to the to the public at large because then the aliens, if the aliens, if the, if 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 that's what's really happening, which I believe it is, 
right? They might they might know that it's disclosed then, and maybe they'll just make their presence known a little. I mean, right now they've been seem seem like they keep their distance. Maybe they won't keep their distance as much. Okay, and she writes, or actually she she states, uh, Sarah Scholes of this book, a writer of this book says at various times during the 20th century, the military has undertaken studies of UFOs to determine largely whether what people are seeing represents a national security threat. This report doesn't then seem seminal because it's doing a 21st century version of that same thing. Yeah, this, this we've seen this before. There've been reports in the fifties. There was the, the Condon report, which was just a, you know, there was a, there was some scientists at the time regarding the Condon report, which came out in 1969. There were some scientists who uh, were opposed to its conclusions. You know, to say that uh, there's nothing to study here that was there was something to study here. Some scientists did not. A minority of scientists, a minority of people involved in that project, uh, they they you know they thought there was something to look at there. Okay, and this article goes on. That says, uh, Skulls feels an unbiased analysis of available, available data sh could shed light on the true frequency of UAP ob observations and perhaps on the characteristics and possibly identities of these sightings. One problem with UFA, UFO UAP research is that it often doesn't resemble traditional scientific research in terms of rigor, she says. You know, I... I Again, I, I agree with that. I mean, there, there needs to be an unbiased. You can't be if there if there's some somebody out there, right? That just you know these debunkers. I mean, or astronomers. These people aren't qualified. They just they're they're coming in with a closed mind, and then their mind never opens. You ever listen to the people from SETI? Their minds aren't open at all about extraterrestrials being here. But oh boy, they love to talk about the possibility that they're here way out there. We maybe we can send a radio signal to them. It's it's it's. it's it's so ridiculous. They should be focusing their efforts on what's going on here. Anyway, thank you for thank you for listening.